<laughs> and now, Indy City Football Live! It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighborhood. Hello and welcome to ICF Live. Yes, that is Incarcerate Cockatiels Forever, where we talk about the fact that we need to get rid of cockatiels because they're awful. And one of them's in my home all the time. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. No, you're actually here listening to Indie City Football Live. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Josh Baker. I have with me... This is Jason. I'm very curious to learn Jason more. Chisholm. We have... Jay Desai. And right. we have... Alicia Baker. There we go. See, you See? don't get to talk yet. Because we're introing the show. What's, uh, what's, what's like... Indie City Football? Indy City Football is a neighborhood recreational soccer league with a good citizenship twist. I'm glad I can talk now. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> do I have to? Read yeah, this? you do. Everyone yeah. already knows uh, what Indy City Football care. is. I don't right. care. In addition to wins and losses, teams earn points for volunteering, using responsible means of transit, partying, and being good neighbors. That's right, and this year you get additional points if you capture any of the FBI's 10 most wanted uh, <laughs> criminals. So, good luck out there. Producers note, there will be no points given for attempting to capture one of the FBI's 10 most wanted people. Please do not do so, as you will probably die trying. Let's move on and talk about last week's results. Uh, the game of the week... Last week was Old North United versus Bates Hendricks FC. And that was a thrilling game between Alicia and I and Jay. And it finished 3-3. Three to three. Single-handedly. It was just the two of us versus Jay. Yeah, it was a, no a two-on-one. It's amazing that I scored three goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good game. Uh, Bates Hendricks was up. No, was uh, either up or even. At no point was Old North up. That's not like, true. We went. We scored first. And oh we're up right, one right. Uh, after they so scored first, the exact at no thing point that were Jay they said up. was a lie. Okay. And <laughs> okay, you can't prove any of this. <laughs> None of this is provable. <laughs> so Old North scored first. Uh, Bates hit back with two goals, mm -hmm. and uh, I believe that was in the first half, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so halftime, it was two to one for Bates. And then Old North was pressing and pressing, and the Royals scored a goal with about eight minutes left or so to tie the game. Yep. Bates hit pretty much right back, and then with uh, maybe two minutes left, uh, the Royals, your team of destiny, <laughs> came back and tied the game. 3-3. Three, 3-3. Three. Three, three. It was, it was a, a thriller. Game. It was a spectacular it and was a strange thriller. goal that kind of wiggled through many players. And um, Sam saw it, but it got a late deflection. Oh, I, I, had, I was in perfectly in line. One of our guys, top of the box, took a shot. And it, and it was going straight at Sam and took a deflection off of one of the fender's legs and then just went right under his arm. And, ugh. That's rough as a goalie. I know. Because he, yeah. he know. couldn't do anything about it because it was such a, a late deflection. But uh, I had a I had a plum header chance. It was just beautiful. Did you? Yeah, I could have done it. I could have done it. It was hard. It was a tough one. You were going far post and I had that covered. And then you went very far of the post. You had that covered in theory. <laughs> you, know, you know how hard my head is? It, it goes like it would have doubled in speed. It would have blown off, blown his wrist off. <laughs> just 
Uh, I did feel bad about the third goal because I got my hand to it, but uh, not much I could have done. It was like five yards away from me. So, so what are the other results? Other results: uh, Sporting Heron Morton beat Broad Ripple City two to one. Upper Downtown FC had a good game against Old Speedway, winning five to two. Uh, Massa Ave United won against Midtown one to zero. Real West whooped. Athletico Cottage home, 5-1. to one. Now, before we go on, real quick about this game. Those are your, you know, as Josh would say, team of destinies to go to the bottom this year. <laughs> for um, you? Oh. oh, yeah, no, for, for the league. Um, one of those two teams will be taking home the Lantern Rouge that they so rudely broke. If you've seen Instagram, oh, oh, the oh, they're cursed. They're so cursed. You are, you yeah. are guaranteed. Are you are cursed. cursing them. Both of them. Are you personally cursing them? The whole league did. The Lantern Rouge cursed the teams. Okay, yeah, because it was broken. Yeah, the spell within the the <laughs> trophy was unleashed. Yeah, when it was broken. <laughs> so you're saying that you're guaranteeing us because of this yep. curse. Yep. One of Real West or Cottage Home is going to finish last. And Sorry. we'll be taking that trophy home with them. Yep. And we'll have to own it forever. Yep. Or until the next season. Whatever. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Other results. Uh, Woodruff Place beat Real Fletcher Place 1 to nothing. AC Mile Square um, kind of ride the ship for me and Alicia here. The 4 1 over Mapleton. Uh, and, uh, oh, the first tied game. Oh, well, not the first tied game. The second tied game. We were um, the first. Uh, Irvington FC won. Meridian Kessler United won. And last but not least, FC Found Square pulling off a win against Garfield AC. Yeah. Tough game. So there's your results for last week. Uh, let's talk about who won the Indy City Football Challenge last week. Uh, if you remember, it was best team chant, and Jordan tells us that the top three were Bates, Mass, and Midtown, and I don't know what that means, because I don't know how you can have a top three mm-hmm. for an event that's supposed to have a winner. And since Bates' member is here, would you like to recreate that chant for well, us, Jay? Well, first uh, I want to say no. that <laughs> I have no idea how Bates won or is in the top three. I don't know if they won. Who knows? Bates, uh, uh, because of Memorial Day weekend, Bates... Uh, their chant was garbage. The, uh, they did the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> it was not in any way related to their team. It was not creative. Uh, it was not interesting. Yeah, I'm sure if someone from And Bates did not there, have 100% say, participation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure if someone from Bates was here, they'd say, <laughs> Our team is America, so that's why we did it. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I personally think the Pledge of Allegiance is weird. Uh, it's very strange to me. To uh, it's anyway without going on too many details. Nope, about you're going in more detail. Well, what, Jay, under God and then, and then secular nation. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I didn't grow Just up here. Kidding. Fine, but um, I never in the various countries I've been to or have experienced education or culture had to do a Pledge of Allegiance. It's it's weird. <laughs> it's weird and shouldn't have won anything. Um, frankly, the league office is doing weird things. <laughs> um, I think Midtown might have actually won last week because they're in first place in the challenge points, but who knows? We were only given a top three. Uh, this week, the challenge is best team dance, so go ahead and spend your next, like, Four hours after you listen to this, preparing a elaborate choreographed team dance, 
and we'll see you at the field. Uh, volunteer transit standings. Let's talk about who's first in these. Uh, Bates is currently first in transit. N uh, no one is currently first in volunteer standings because everyone's terrible and no one's <laughs> volunteer. There haven't been any volunteer opportunities really yet, uh, and true. no teams have created any for themselves yet, so... We're, we're at big zeros for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, currently, Midtown is the leader in challenge points, and your team of destiny, the Royals, are first in party points. Really? Really? Yes. We like to party. Hmm. We, like, we like to party. It's surprising. I, I, uh, I don't think uh, the Meridian Castle universe is very high this year, even though they were the party team last year. So, hmm. and, and Bates is also... I haven't also seen them that much. Bates is showing. Uh, well, no, it's it's uh, not that many people show up for the after party. We've got a fair between five and eight every time. Did you? Are you trading in your fun team aspects for winning? There definitely is a trade off that happens. You can't be the full party team and win, just like Old North United is showing us this season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bottom of the us. barrel. <laughs> No, not bottom, but close. We're in, like, fourth place. I know, I know. I'm hoping things... Tied with you, Jay. <laughs> no, I know, okay, I whatever. slightly ahead because uh, I don't know the math on this, but transit points are weighted more than party we, points. We need, we need uh, Jordan, release the code. We need <laughs> to see the code that is see, calculating the standings. I could have sworn that he said at the, the kickoff party that party points were going to be equal to transit points. I... And they're worth 10% of it, so... It might be time to audit the Fed. Audit the Indy City Fed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's, uh... So those are your standings. Um, there's, uh... There's room for Bates to move up in the party standings because they're hosting this week. Uh, but we'll get to that in a moment. This week's Game of the Week is Upper Downtown versus Fletcher Place. And we picked that because, as far as I can tell... Uh, there, it's the only game between two teams that have won a game so far. So, we'll see how that goes. Upper Town is a perennial playoff contender. Uh, Jay called them the Falcons earlier. They call themselves the Falcons. They call themselves the Falcons? Yeah, that's what their captain said. He said <laughs> we're the Falcons because uh, they have really, really good normal seasons, but they peter out in playoffs. playoffs. And they also don't have a neighborhood. They're a nebulous blob. Because where is Upper Downtown? It's like five different neighborhoods. Yeah. Exactly. Just One of which is Mass Ave. <laughs> yeah, right. It's good for them because they can just say, oh, you live, you, where, oh yeah, no, that's Upper Downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Join us. You live in Greenwood? Upper Downtown. Yeah. Uh, good luck, Fletcher Place, against Upper Downtown. Uh, yeah. Yay. The after party uh, this week will be at Bauhaus Tap. That is 1729 Southeast Street. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, it is in the Bates Hendricks neighborhood. It is Jay's favorite pub, Tap. I wouldn't go that place. far. It is a nice place. Uh, it's uh, it's where yeah, I got married. Yeah, you have no special <laughs> memories there at all. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. No, the memories there were with the people. Uh, the bar itself is very nice. I like it. Uh, however, they do not have food, and we have recently learned that they are not. They're not really dog friendly, even though. Dog is in their name. And if you look at their logo, it has there's a, a dog yeah. face on it. I think that they named it in advance of becoming dog friendly, but haven't um, followed through yet. Things in the Bates move in their own in their own way. So it, I, I wouldn't count on being able to bring your dog in 
But you can bring outside food in. Yeah. They, they do allow that. So if you pack a little picnic or if you order from someplace close by, you can eat there. Because I know it's around dinner time when we play and it's sometime awkward to eat beforehand. So you can still come and get food, just not from Bauhaus. Let's talk about Indy 11. Last week they played in the league. Alicia, you have the report, yes? I do, yes. I was in attendance this past Saturday. Unfortunately, it was not an exciting game because the score was 0-0. Yet another tie with Indy 11. They were playing Nashville SC. Uh, there were some questionable calls made by the ref throughout the game, um, as per usual. But nothing really to write home about. Had a couple of good chances, but none really actually made it in the back of the net. So after Saturday's game, Indy 11 are still in 6th place with 18 points in 10 games. And according to the 538 predictions, there's still a 96% chance that they will make the playoffs. Um, But now their win final has gone down from 8% to 7% chance of winning the championship. Uh, How thrilling. uh, So thrilling. (coughs) I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) Jay is just in turmoil about this, so it's fine. Um, next week they're going to be playing two games, one on Wednesday against the Pittsburgh Riverhounds at 7 p.m. That's for the U.S. Open Cup. And And again... It's in Pittsburgh. It is in Pittsburgh. So you're not going to miss the game by coming to our games. Right. Football games. You're not missing out on anything. You can just cheer for them while you play soccer. Hopefully your (laughs) good soccer skills will also translate to Indy 11's good soccer skills. Yeah, if you play poorly, Indy 11 will lose. Yes. And again, <laughs> they will actually be playing picks for twice in one week. Again, on Saturday at 7 p.m. Who, let's say, by the way, in the league, the Riverhounds, which, who named the team the Riverhounds? That's an odd name. Have we talked about this yet? It's kind uh, of a cool name. I don't I know. Mean, I don't think. What that, is a Riverhound? I don't know. It's a dog that hangs around at the river. Like, and he just, just bites little looks kids. for rivers? Like, what is he, like, yeah, you think of hounds of, like, hunting uh, dogs. He sniffs out rivers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a Hunts very stupid water. dog. It's not great. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that we as Indy 11 fans can really give other people crap for their names. I think Indy 11 is, is kind of a straightforward well, name. Hawks. It is in it's no nice. way straightforward. Eleven. You have eleven players, and they play for your city. You know that that's not what it. I know. Right? I know that, but that's what I like to think. I'm like, this is cool. They're not World Eleven, <laughs> Indy Eleven. That's it. There we go. <laughs> by the way, the Riverhounds are actually a pack of feral dogs that hang out by the river. All right. So don't go sure. down to the river. That's where <laughs> the Riverhounds are. The Riverhounds are down there. You gotta watch out. Don't go there. <laughs> The Riverhounds are not doing so well in the league, though. They are in 13th place with 12 points from nine games. They have rabies. That's why. That's they all why. have rabies. So watch out, Indy 11 fans. <laughs> Don't go down to the field. The, the rabie-infested Riverhounds might bite you. Do you think they're going to advance in the USOC? They better. Um, they, uh, they rested a few players last Saturday. So there's a chance that they might play well against Pittsburgh, but does I mean, Pittsburgh have that wonderful pitch that kind of gets flooded on one end? I don't think so. Oh, I don't think of a different team. Yeah. Just because there's river in Maine story. doesn't mean there's river. Yeah, there the was field. one last year where where like the corner kick was so far. Yeah, but they're off not the more, field. Yeah, not the same team. Was it not the Riverhounds? It was one of the U.S. Open Cup games. 
And they played an amateur team last year in the U.S. Open Cup. And they lost. And they lost. <laughs> on that field? Ugh. Speaking of fields. Lucas Oil Luke... Stadium. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have to say. But please do go support your uh, indie. Support 11. the 11. Don't buy anything from Lucas Oil. I don't know if you can do both those things at the same time, but try. The one interesting thing that happened at the game on Saturday, because the game itself wasn't interesting, was people watching people who purchased Racing 11 jerseys. Racing Indy jerseys. Oh, yeah, yeah. So those jerseys that we talked about last week, we got to actually see them in the flesh. Were they worse or better? They were worse somehow. Of course they were. I don't. I didn't like them, but they were fine. The 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 like drama surrounding them though was the fact that um, apparently in the entire stadium they had four two XL jerseys and they sold out within three minutes. <laughs> and they were they were short on some of the other um, sizes as well. And then after the game, I think they felt bad, and so even though they said that they weren't going to sell them outside of the game. They now are, and they're selling them until June third. Uh, so if that you anyway. want, Jason, to you have a chance. Well, for anyone who bought me a jersey, go ahead, still give it to me. I'll, I, st- I will still accept it. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if they're going to let people who bought a size they didn't want, uh, exchange it. Uh, they there's a new program where if you bought a size you didn't want, you could just give it to Jason. <laughs> I like this See, program. So just come by and drop it off. You will get nothing in exchange. You will get Jason's love and affection. Yeah, you will. That's something. Maybe. (laughs) Alicia, what's happening around town this week? Coming up this Saturday, June 1st, we have the Wicked World of Croquet at Benjamin Harrison home uh, from 10 a.m. till about 4.30 in the afternoon. If any of you have ever played croquet growing up, or maybe oh. have never played croquet, this is a great time to go out to Benjamin Harrison home and Saturday? watch people. June 1st? It is a Saturday. Is Saturday, June 1st. Okay, I'm definitely going to go. So regist- I'm excellent at croquet. I will destroy anyone. Registration is still open. You okay. have to have a pair. Is there a championship? Is there, is there something yes. at stake? Okay. Yes. yes. And I, I will just good. say, there are a number of Indy City football players that play in this tournament, so maybe you really? can also have another friendly rivalry outside of the soccer mm-hmm. league. So and fun I don't fact. trust anyone. You have to play with someone. Have you to have to have a someone. partner. Have no one is anywhere near as good as me. <laughs> fun <laughs> fact, not. President Benjamin Harrison invented the sport of croquet in the White House. That's not true. Yeah, uh, he, he wouldn't have been able to. He had 48 hours to invent it before he died. Exactly. But that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's he what he did. did. That's what his he one did major piece of legislation. <laughs> oh, while he was ill <laughs> yeah. from his speech, he was like, I have this idea for a game. He sketched it out and then died. It took all his energy. So honor him and his legacy by participating in Wicked World of Croquet this Saturday, <laughs> June 1st, 10 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. So um, I need to interject and interject a producer's note here. Actual producer's note. A host cannot make a producer's note, so stop trying to do that. Um, Benjamin Harrison didn't die in office. That James was, Harrison. That was William Henry William Harrison. Henry Harrison. Okay. He was the idiot you... that didn't wear the coat yeah, for his yeah, inauguration. Yeah, yeah. Benjamin Harrison served Someone a full oh, four-year a... term. Oh, okay. He wasn't from was... Indiana, though. He was from somewhere else. You're a terrible Hoosier. 23rd president of the United States, grandson of William Henry Harrison. So he lived long enough to procreate and then die. 
Wait. I have a grandkid. He was born in North Bend, Ohio, but lived in See? Indiana. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> I thought Everything that we just had a legacy a of making... I could have sworn that you were right. No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, look, I'm agreeing with a guy who didn't go to school here in the U.S. That's and true. I never did any U.S. history. Will, William Henry Harrison served as the ninth president and died 31 days into his term. Yes. Because yeah. of was he also from Indiana? Uh, he was from Indiana. And yes. He's. Uh, I th- I thought he was the only president from Indiana. Okay. We because I thought Indiana has a history of like only one president who well, in, like. I think both of them. Neither of them were born here. Both of them like lived here. I think you might be getting okay. confused because there was a whole Parks and Rec episode about William Henry Harrison, and there's a William Henry Harrison Museum in Parks and Rec, where it just literally is talking about his 31 days of his presidency, <laughs> and that seems like something we would have, uh, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's, it's a diff- it is easy to mix up Parks and Rec and in real, real history. You also said 48 hours, and when it was 31? It was, yeah. Days. Well, yeah. He, so... He fell ill, like, immediately yeah, after his inauguration because he was a moron and, and wanted to look tough, so he didn't wear a coat. Uh-huh. And then he got and typhoid. Died. Yeah. And died. Yeah. Yeah. But he did invent croquet. <laughs> Wait, which one? I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever lived in that house. So, Benjamin. Benjamin All right. created it. I'm glad we had that tangent. It was great. Uh, <laughs> so, Jay's going to sign up. If you want to be Jay's partner, uh, reach out to... I want to be Jay's croquet partner at IndieCityFootball.com, and you can provide your application, and he will go through them. Sure. <laughs> with a resounding tone in his voice. What else do we have, Alicia? On Saturday and Sunday, we've got the Woodruff Place Flea Market. Um, it's from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturday and 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday. So uh, bike on over to the Near East Side. Uh, go and check out for some interesting goods uh who knows what you'll find it's always a treasure hunt some rich people are getting rid of some of their good stuff so i have been twice uh it's really good you can find all sorts of weird interesting stuff alicia didn't let me buy a cast iron pan there last year (laughs) maybe it'll happen this year who knows maybe (laughs) uh one thing i would like to suggest to indie city football players and fans is if you see any woodruff place people who are selling their wares and they look uh, healthy and fit of a soccer playing age ask them why they haven't signed up to play for their neighborhood because I think there's only one or two people in the entire league uh, and they yet the team has a dedicated neighborhood uh, yeah ne- it probably doesn't need one because there's I don't think there's a lot of soccer playing well there might be aged so folks. get those get I those live right next to there I know <laughs> I know maybe I know. the Woodruff Place team will just become the St. Clair Place team Ooh. It would be better. Transfer. Off-season talk. We'll talk. Uh, we also have the Vintage Indiana Wine Fest. If you're more interested in wine than croquet, you can go to that. It's also on Saturday from noon to 6. You can sample a uh, sample Indiana wines from over 30 Indiana wineries for only $30. So maybe that's your thing. Maybe you like wine. That's a good option. Um, Jason, what else is there? We today? have... Free fishing days, June 1st and 2nd. No license, no stamps required, no fish required. So if you find a place that doesn't I, even have a fish, that's like a fountain, um... Just fish in a fountain, fish in fountain. Wherever, I, you can fish there. Go buy some goldfish. Jason, I think throw that them fr- in free fountain. fishing days require fish. You said it doesn't require fish. It doesn't. If so you can <clears> go, you don't need to really, there's no regulation this weekend on fishing. At all. So Anywhere. I can go with dynamite... 
I can go with my uh, fully automatic gun. Nothing in this paragraph that I'm reading says you can't. So. Okay, just to be safe, I would say call your local authorities before you start throwing dynamite into your tiny little suburban Check out pond. the Indiana Department of Natural Resources. They might have different rules <laughs> about fishing than what you're used to. They might not like uh, using dynamite. Okay, well, it's I guess it's that time. It's time for power rankings. Um, okay, so with the start of the WNBA season um, last week, uh, I wanna I, I kind of did some exploration into the league and found out there's only 12 teams in the WNBA. Um, so. There's not much to choose from, and then I found out that Nike does all the jerseys, and they all pretty much look identical, um, other than different colors. So, we're what, are, what are you ranking, Jason? We're gonna go into logos, the crests. Okay. Okay. Um, Thank you. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll a minute get into the segment, we don't know what we're ranking. We never usually do. Um, so, true. so I'm gonna. Th- kind of go through there's 12 of them i'm only going to pick my five favorites but i do want to throw two of them out right away because the las vegas aces and the phoenix mercury don't have actual basketball as a part of their logo which wow i know what sport do they even play i know you don't know las vegas aces (laughs) kind of looks like a maybe a indoor football team no it looks like the symbol for a diamond obviously but they're the aces. There's an the ace, ace of, of diamonds. diamonds. <laughs> I get it. But yeah, that's not the canonical sh- ace. That's sh- the ace sh- of spades. Sh- show them. Show, show them. them the trash. Well, they can't see. They're listening. I'm not talking about the listeners. I'm talking about your fellow hosts. Who are These all look the same to me. They're, they are very, very <laughs> Okay, the ace similar. is just a diamond. It, I don't, it's it the, the, just the letter A can be seen as part of it. All right, go and on, go on. the B can be seen, whatever. Um... So there's a few teams that kind of team up with their NBA counterparts. So Washington has the Washington Mystics to go along with the Washington Wizards. Um, and I, that might really be the only one, except for the Minnesota Lynx, Timberwolves Lynx. And just to let's put this out of our misery, shall we? What, what I mean, the Storm... Oh yeah, Seattle's prof- men's professional team. When they used to have a uh, the NBA team, the SuperSonics and Thunder and, and Storm, then, and then we ha- they were never the Thunder in Seattle. No, Stop but... saying stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> and then the Fever are also Fever's a, very like, good inanimate object, and the Pacers are too. So like, I, I true mean, whatever. The the Sparks in Los Angeles kind of looks like a '90s television show. Like, maybe a... Uh, Are you saying there isn't any ranking yet? No, just do nah, the rankings. I think I'm good. <laughs> All right, do the rankings. I, I kind of... I, you know, I like Minnesota Lynx. I think they're good. I don't really think I want to put them in order. I talked about them all. <laughs> what a great power rankings, Jason. I just kind of... Yeah, let's just end this one. Um, all right, that's Fever's it. good. Oh, Lynx okay. is good. If I have to pick three more, I'd say Dallas Wings... Man. All right, just give us a number one. This is hard. Seattle Storm. Man, who would you pick as the fifth best out of this? 
I mean, the sky. Probably the dream. The dream, really? Yeah. It's just their name. It's more of a word mark, but it's better yeah. than anything else. I mean, the Connecticut Sun. They're like based off of the Mohegan Sun, and I'm not gonna give them any credit for basing their name after a there's, casino. There's also like 15 colors in that logo. It's busy. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with the best I mean, one in the league being the Minnesota Lynx. Honestly, Very all right, the number one. Fever. I don't know why you disregarded the Mercury because that's a Sun slash a basketball, but whatever. The and number it one goes with Phoenix Suns. You're right. Yes, you're right. All right. So what's number one? I did forget about Mercury because I threw him out. <laughs> It said the Minnesota Lynx okay. is number one. Is it still? Sure. Uh, Alright, let's move on to listener questions. We had one this week from Andy Howard, and he asks, What should my team do about our attendance problem? We've had almost all of our players, 16 to 18 folks, at both of our games so far, and no one gets to play crying face emoji. I think we need to talk about expansion. So, we could talk about expansion, or we could just talk about the fact that you just need to sub more. Because uh, if you yeah. if you run more, you, you give it all you got, and uh, give more energy while you're out there, you will be tired faster, and people will sub more. That won't necessarily mean that you will play more, but you will give the same amount of energy as if you otherwise had. Yes, we could also expand the, the league, but that would require more space at this point. Because there are three games that happen at once, so that means you can have six games happening at a time, and there's only three hours of daylight, and so that means you've got 18 teams. So, well, okay, so two games, same field, same time. Terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, so, All right. I like it. So uh, I'd like to answer this question from the perspective of someone who has uh, cap managed three like several teams with many many people and has played on them and also has uh, operated helped operate the re- the league. So, but the thing is like okay, on one end, uh, I used to be a big proponent of having much smaller sized squads, but the thing I've started to realize is actually it seems like eighteen is a lot right now. But just watch as the weeks drag on. Yes. You will find that you will only have 10 people. And then uh, when playoffs come along, you will be extremely happy that you have 18 people. Uh, people just get busy. Next thing you know. That, so. That's what we've found a lot is that eventually, it. I mean, people miss for vacation or they've got a work event. And you, I mean, eventually you'll have games where you only have 12 to 14 players. And, and you'll be happy that you had those extra six people. Because if you if you if they weren't on the team, then you'd be down to like nine or ten for that game. So. And also, so far we have been, had really nice weather during the games. It hasn't been super hot and super humid just yet. Yeah, just wait. Like yeah. just wait till like mid July, early August, because that's when it gets yucky and just. Ugh. But I feel like Andy knows all this, yes. and but we're just reassuring your teammates, Andy, that they're they're gonna get tired. There's there people are gonna miss weeks, so. It'll all even out, even if, for right now, it's a little crowded on the field. Uh, let's go to World Sports Talk. The biggest event of the year, biggest sporting event in the world, happened <laughs> here in Indianapolis. Here in Indianapolis. Without a drop of rain. Shockingly without a drop <laughs> of rain. Uh, and, we uh, all went. We, we, we all, all went. I, and I went I to a race. 75% of us went. 
Um, no, it was Simon Pagano won. Uh, Rossi and he had a great finish. Um, I'm bummed that Carpenter fell at the end. And I'm bummed that Rossi couldn't hold off Pagano on the last lap, but the second to last lap. But it was a good race, all things considered. Uh, I mean, it was, a, yeah, I mean, there wasn't a lot of action uh, except for the last, like, 15 laps. So, but. There was a lot on the front stretch, back stretch, but it's hard to see. Yeah. A lot of Rossi had a lot of close passes, um, and he yelled at another oh, car he, while he was racing. Yes, he did, which was fantastic. It was. He was not. <laughs> it happy. was a lapped car. Yeah. It was like not even anyone that was in the running to win it, and he cut Rossi off, and Rossi was very angry. <laughs> he was. It's very strange. Uh, also, Takuma Sato finished third. Two of my favorites. And that was the highest of my power ranking cars to finish the race. Look at you. Well done. Congratulations. Now, one of those teams we talked about earlier will win the WNBA championship. We talked about literally all of the teams. <laughs> yes, of course one of them's going to win. Jay, tell us about the race that you, your race experience. I went to a race experience. Um, like I said, I'm not really a huge fan of racing, uh, but I witnessed something spectacular this weekend, uh, figure eight racing. Which the figure eight world championship, correct? Was that what that was? Yes. Oh, was okay. That? Yes. Yeah, so it's at the Indianapolis Speedrome, which is like six miles east of where I live, of downtown. Um, and, well, it's what you think it is. It's a figure eight where cars <laughs> race around and they cross over twice yeah. in each lap. Yeah, instead um, of an oval, they just cross in the middle. And the question often, the first question that people ask is, well, isn't there a risk of collision? <laughs> yes, <laughs> in fact, there is. And that <laughs> happens all the time. Uh, so that was that was great. Uh, it was I've you know been to uh, these kind of smaller race type things before, um, relatively smaller compared to say the Indy Five Hundred or you know these big international races. Um, but and like so I went to see dirt track racing. So you end up with these like initial smaller kind of like younger kids doing racing, and then uh, like I don't know what they're called. They're like certain kinds of stock cars. Uh, or sprint like cars. The, yeah sprint cars whatever and then you have the championship and then is when the good stuff happened <laughs> the they had what is a trailer race where oh. you had people in family cars uh that were like they have to be like factory sedans or some guys at suvs with a trailer attached and you have to do 15 laps and uh you can only win if your trailer is still attached <laughs> at the end and these people went, they were insane. They were actually intentionally trying to take each other's trailers out yes. on the crossover. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, in the end, it kind of turned into Demolition Derby. There was a guy in a SUV. It was like a Mitsubishi. Um, he just, from the second lap, did not care. And someone had a trailer that had detached in the middle of the crossover. And he could have avoided it, but he just decided to go straight through it and blew out two wheels. <laughs> Didn't care. Kept driving. Did seven more laps just on metal. <laughs> Until someone hit him from the front um, and his radiator, like all the fluid exploded and his airbags deployed. And he kept trying to go and he finally just gave up. So that wasn't even the crazy part. Then they did Demolition Derby. So. Oh my God. Figure eight racing, it's a trip. I would highly recommend going out there and seeing it at one point. It is so interesting uh, and weird. If and you really want to see it, July 27th, they're doing figure eight school bus race. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's something. 
I don't even think those school buses can get around the turn to get back to the yeah, street. Yeah, what's the turning radius of a school bus? I don't know how they're going to do this. <laughs> they're terrible. This is, yeah. Uh, this is uh, all leading up to uh, my dream. Sam Sluice and I have this idea for uh, the food truck race. So it's a it's food trucks that have to compete competitively race, but inside also someone's cooking. Food. Yeah, yes. and so at the end you have to have a full meal that uh, that that has to be it has to be good otherwise so you're disqualified. You're graded on your meal, but you also get your points time. based on yeah, yeah, and, you and get also there. get points Ooh. on like your That's... cooks are not maimed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, no injuries. Fried chicken food truck, earlier on knockout. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Let's talk about some other things. The NCAA Division One, Two, II, and Three Rowing Championships are this weekend at Eagle Creek Park, and we have an update on that uh, from our own Jay Desai. Uh, I don't know <laughs> anything about Bates that. Bates is the reigning championship. Oh, that's right. Uh, Bates. Bates is the D three NCAA Division Three. That's right. Okay, if I put it all together, Bates is the uh, running. Is, is the defending champions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the neighborhood of Bates Hendricks <laughs> is defending the Apparently battle. it's also a university that competes Bates in university. Division three rowing. Yeah, yeah, I guess. They're also a good... Uh, it's a university that was founded by the founding fathers of Bates Hendricks. Bates and Hendricks. But only Bates. Only Bates. Not yeah. Hendricks. After the falling out. They had out. a falling out. Yeah, after the epic <laughs> falling out. They, they, they got into a blood feud and Bates stabbed Hendricks to death. Jay, what is our cricket term of the week? Okay, it's time for a cricket term of the week. This is Cricket Terms with your host, Jade Sai. Whack. <laughs> Sticky wickets. <laughs> okay. Well, no, isn't that the noise that the, yeah. the yeah. batsman yes, makes? Yes. Whack. This week's cricket term of the week is the Duckworth Lewis method. <laughs> the Duckworth Lewis method. Uh, we as we always do, we're gonna go in a circle, starting with Jason. What is your guess as to what the Duckworth Lewis method is? So, Duckworth was a guy, and yeah. his method included a new way of catching a ball without a glove. <laughs> Wrong, Josh. <laughs> uh, is it a batting approach? Uh, you could get partial credit for that, uh, okay. Alicia. Is it a cousin of Scrooge McDuck? <laughs> no, it, that's the most wrong answer so far. So. <laughs> you got a more wrong answer than Jason. I was trying really you hard. You should feel bad. Catching with a shirt, you know, nope. a no, hat. That's, okay, that's now, now even more wrong than Alicia's. We're getting more <laughs> and more. Can't you wear like, all wrong sorts off. of different hats? Yes, you can. You can wear a vest, you can, but you cannot wear any form of protective glove to catch the ball unless you're the wicket keeper. That's another thing that we'll get into later. The Duckworth Lewis method is a statistical method that was created uh, to account for the fact that, you see, when it rains, you have to stop playing. There's nothing you can do. This is, like, just how it is. Um, because if it rains, then everybody gets wet. So in cricket, any form of rain hitting the ground causes a match to be paused. When the rain stops, the Duckworth-Lewis method is used to calculate what the score could have been and what you have to achieve to win the game if you're the batting team or how, like so if you needed 150 runs to win and it starts to rain and the rain stops and there's only like a few minutes or like 20 minutes of play left 
they will say, based on this uh, algorithm that we have, you have to score 25 runs. So, so. I guess the base thing we're missing no. here Hold on. is I that... Just, <laughs> no. I, just, I just want to note that... You are currently listening to Cricket Terms with your host, Jay Desai. The, the, the eyes of the other three hosts just glazed over, <laughs> and none of us had any idea what was happening. So, but, it might be worth mentioning or questioning and asking, clarifying, that Cricket has set time match such as Just soccer. like baseball? Or, yeah. No, baseball is open-ended for oh, innings. Oh, that's true, that's true. But yeah, soccer yeah. is 90 minutes no matter what. I mean, I, extra well, time, sure. Yeah. Cricket thought, doesn't have a timer. It's like how many um, how many pitches or whatever. Like the how cricket many... go for weeks? It can, yeah. So why would so, they need to worry about whether uh, that's the rains? That's the longer form. There is a shortened form of the game, which has to be, it's it's uh, about 300 pitches aside. So that's three, it's 50 overs. And that has to finish within a certain amount of time, uh, roughly. But the statistical method is it because, well, you know, no one's ever invented a stadium that's covered. That's crazy. That's not possible. Um, and also, I think it's pretty possible playing the rain. Uh, no, no. That's just magic. That's voodoo. You can't do that. So, Literally all of their sports. To anybody who's actually listening, uh, this is actually a big qualm I have with cricket. Uh, it is an ancient tradition ancient, because uh, in cricket, the ball has to bounce. So if it starts to rain, then the pitch actually gets muddy, and things get really weird. The ball can't bounce, then it gets, frankly, kind of dangerous, and it's it's not really functional. So what happens is, as soon as it rains, uh, people come on and they actually put covers on the field, uh, which that made sense like a hundred years ago. But like it's like one of the most money making sports in the world. Cover the stadiums. <laughs> Cover the st- stop relying on statistics. One year, South Africa had to score. 22 runs off one ball to win oh because gosh. of this stupid algorithm. <laughs> they came out and they were like, uh, there's nothing we can do. And then they lost. Right? Because, you know, math. <laughs> because of math. Uh, so many questions. My dear friends, you have just heard Cricket Terms with your host, Jay Desai. Last thing yes, happening this week in your uh, world of sports is uh, Tottenham Hotspur are in the Champions League final on June 1st at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Come on, you Spurs. Oh, man. June 1st is a busy day. It's There's so much. So, so many things. And if you're having an Indy 500 hangover, you can watch on NBC the duel in Detroit IndyCar is racing at Bell Oh, cool. June Why would you watch that second. over the Champions League final? Also, one, the, one for each eyeball. Real, real quick, we have to do a lost and found for the Indianapolis 500. So there was, have been found car keys, credit cards, driver's license. Fitbits. Did you lose a Fitbit? Yes. I'm she actually sad. lost a Garmin. It's oh. a different thing. It's oh, a no. fitness tracker, whatever, same difference. Yeah. It's like how you call Kleenex Kleenex. They might have it. But I if know. you've lost $1,500 in the snake pits... Um, they're holding it for you. Um, the, the dollars look like American currency, but you, the FBI Chinese currently wants to talk to you about your counterfeit money. Has Chinese writing on it. What? Yes. There was, uh, what $1, was it? Uh, a high school or something was cleaning up the snake pit and they were like pulling out these hundred dollar bills. They're like, oh my God, oh my God, we're rich, we're rich, we get to keep this. And then it, it has Chinese characters on it <laughs> instead of English. <laughs> 
That's crazy. So, uh, if you lost your counterfeit bills, the FBI would like to talk to you and discuss your counterfeit bills. So tweet at FBI. I am the person that did it. <laughs> at any don't don't no other explanation. Just I'm the person that did it. Yeah, and then just see, see, that. see what happens. What <laughs> what they find out that you did. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by Benjamin Harrison. Benjamin Harrison, he didn't die in office. His grandfather, William Henry Harrison, did because he's a moron. And actually, neither of them invented croquet. Today's show is also brought to you by Jason Chisholm's jersey collection. Give it to him, please. For free. Today's show is brought to you by the Darkworth Lewis Method. Imagine having to stop your soccer game at the middle of the first half because of rain, and then pick up in the middle of the second half, being told, you now are three goals behind, and you have to score those goals to win the game. You're only a half goal behind. (laughs) Figure out how to do that. (laughs) Oh, God, you hurt my head with that again, because... It's so confusing. Okay, so 30 minutes into the game, and you score your first goal, then it rains for 30 minutes. They'll come back and say, it is now 2 nothing. It could be, yeah. It depends. just depends on how the scoring's gone Just because previously. since you scored... Yeah, it doesn't goal... translate well well to soccer, but... I don't think it, it probably doesn't translate very well in cricket either. Today's show is brought to you by the Snake Pit. Snake Pit, giving you $1,500 worth of counterfeit money since 2019. And the garment. <laughs> and oh, my, and the garment. And my feet. Sorry about your garment. <laughs> That's it for our show. Thank you for listening. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, we are at ICF Media. Uh, I personally am at the Josh Baker. I am It's Adjacent on Instagram. I am not on any social media. Do not contact me. I mean, you continue to say that and continues to be false. Um, <laughs> Alicia W. Baker on Twitter. So if you want to, you can follow us, you can add us, you can say nice things to us on the field, uh, and we will uh, talk to you next week, because we are done talking now. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. It's a beautiful day in the city.